0: Ms. Getty, tea? No, thank you. Ms. Getty, uh, we offer you our sincerest condolences. Oh, you're very thoughtful. Please, sit. Mr. Getty's death has created a bit of a crisis here. You see, the estate was structured as a charitable family trust. Did he ever give any money to charity? No. The trust enabled Mr. Getty to uh, build his fortune without paying taxes. There was just one catch. Under the rules of the trust, he couldn't actually spend the money. What's the point of making all that money if you can't spend it? Well, he couldn't spend it, but he could invest it. So he invested it in things, art, antiques. Soon he had a, a staggering amount of things and a staggering amount of money. Now, someone has to decide what to do with it all. What do you want with me? How do I put this? uh, The king is dead. The throne is vacant. Your children are his heirs. Until they come of age, someone has to make the decisions. Welcome to Beyond Succession with me, Nicole Banda. Beyond Succession is the podcast where we look at various concepts of succession and estate planning. We also discuss success, what it means to us individually, as well as draw from our various guests on what they've done in order to achieve success. Let's dive into today's episode. Good day and welcome back to another episode of Beyond Succession with me, Nicole Banda. And continuing where we left off in our trust series today, we are going to be talking about the taxation of trusts. <laughs> and I know you guys hear the word tax and your heart starts racing, etc. But I'm really hoping this is a this is an episode that clarifies certain you know misconceptions and certain beliefs about you know trusts and how they are taxed. Because you know, um, and I think what I've been trying to do to in 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 these couple of episodes is you know, try and be sort of the equilibrium, the middleman. You know, to say not everything is as good as it seems, and not everything is as bad as, as it seems. And you know, you, there's a lot of things you actually have to to take into account when you're deciding, you know, whether to 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 to, to set up a trust and how you're going to use it, etc. Now, you know, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and you know funny enough it's um you know while I'm obviously on this uh trust series episode and they were saying look well Nico you know when I get married um I'm just gonna sign an ANC and uh you know put all my assets in a trust and then you know um and you know trust the tax it's you know tax the trust on tax and I was like whoa relax pause because That is definitely not how it works. And, you know, I mean, if you just do a simple Google search, you'll see that there is a a tax rate for trusts, which obviously means they are, you know, taxed. But there's obviously certain things around how they are, you know, how they are taxed and certain rules and principles that you can use to your advantage. So I think to start off this, you know, this episode, I'm just going to start by saying, look, the reality is trusts are taxed you know and they are taxed at the maximum rate you could possibly imagine which is 45 percent so a normal trust itself is taxed at a flat rate of 45 percent right which is very different from like uh, us human beings you know in south africa who are taxed you know anywhere from 18 to 45 percent you know but as as a trust you know you are taxed 45 percent um the only the only differentiation you know, comes with special trusts which are set up and you know registered as special trusts which are either set up for you know uh, minor children or you know people who are unable, who are disabled, you know suffering from dementia or unable to earn an income for themselves. So you know it's a trust set up for their care, but they have no probability of ever earning income. You know there's certain conditions you know that must be met, but special trusts um aren't going to be the focus of this episode but i must just say you know those are tax-like natural persons. so they you know they go on a sliding scale between 18 to 45 percent but at normal trust if you set up a normal family trust that is going to be taxed at 45 percent that is the flat rate um at which uh, a trust is taxed you know and um and then we're talking about income there but if we if we speak about you know things like capital gains tax, um, you know, they 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 actually have a a, a rate of about thirty six percent, you know, which is high compared to uh, us as natural people. So if there's you know, and you often see you often see articles about how taxes you know really tax so highly and they're not worth it anymore because you know they've got such a high tax rate etc you know but like i've always said it's about the purpose and what you're trying to achieve and how you structure it and how you put you know certain things together and what you do within the trust but that's that's you know they are right in saying they are they are taxed very high like they are they are taxed higher than companies even you know um which is you know which is which, which so if, if, you, if you had to put it this way they're taxed higher than us as humans you know so if i was earning income you know and i I was lower than, you know, I was not part of the high band I could be lower and earning lower. So I could be anywhere below the forty-five percent, right? So I could be taxed anywhere between eighteen and forty five percent, you know, company at twenty-eight percent, but as a trust, forty-five percent, the highest, you know. So then then you'll you'll probably be wondering, Well then Nico, why 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 on God's good earth would I set up a trust? I mean if, if, if the tax rate is so high, I mean, it's 45%, you know, why on earth would I, you know, set up a trust? Or why do people actually set up a trust? And this is where, you know, people often get the, the misconception that um, trusts have no, no taxation, right? They aren't taxed. But there's this lovely principle, um, you know, called the conduit principle, Right and this is where the advantage used correctly you know lies in trust right and basically you know it's a it's it's like um you know the principle basically allows income received by a trust that is passed on to a beneficiary you know to be regarded as income that has you know accrued to the beneficiary and not the trust and that income maintains its nature Now said a lot of things and i know you know i've been thinking about how do i explain this as easily as possible right so in this tax here if this trust you know has investments and it received hundred thousand rand in dividends right and i'm a beneficiary of the trust and it paid me out that hundred thousand rand dividend that hundred thousand would not be taxed in the hands of the trust but would actually be taxed in my hands right so i would declare so that i would declare that as as, as as um as as an amount that that, that came that was taxable in my hands, right? So if you look at income, so maybe the, the trust earned interest on, or, or, in, or, or the trust owns investment property and it earned rental income, right? That rental income, instead of staying in the trust, you could pay it out to the beneficiary and the beneficiary would be taxed at whatever their rate is. So now that's where the advantage lies, especially if you've got multiple beneficiaries who are, you know, in the lower tax tax brackets that aren't in the higher up tax brackets, you know, then you're actually seeing the true value of it. So, instead of, you know, if if a trust makes uh, a million rand in in income, instead of, you know, 45% of that being taxed, you could distribute that million rand to the beneficiaries and they would be taxed at whatever their rate is, you know, the lowest being 18% up to 45%, they would declare that in their income. So, that is where that is that is where the the value in a trust might lie, right? But obviously if the beneficiaries are in a higher you know, higher bracket, then you know, then you the passing that income onto them is not really effective, you know, you know, if they if they're in the forty five percent bandwidth and the trust is in the forty five, then then there might not be a need to do all of that and you could just have it taxed in, 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 in the trust. Or you could distribute a portion of it, you know, to the to to, to the beneficiaries and that would go to them and they'll be taxed in their hands and then the trust would return a small amount and that would be taxed in the trust's hands so if the trust retains the the income the tax the trust pays 45 percent. if the trust passes that um that income earned on it retains its nature i think it's very important we remember it retains its nature so dividends flow into the trust and go out to the beneficiary as dividends interest flows into the trust goes out to the beneficiaries as interest because obviously you know a person has um has certain you know um tax benefits on interest well you know there's i can't remember off the top of my head but you know you only you only pay on interest up to a certain you know when you reach a certain bracket you understand so you want to take so you want to take advantage of those kind of those kind of things but then again it comes to how you structure this trust and that you know these things because if you don't know the conduit principle exists you might retain that income thinking oh no the trust doesn't pay tax when essentially now that's when you should be paying 45 percent and you could have distributed that um that 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 money off to your beneficiaries then you could have you know five beneficiaries and when you distribute to them each of them are receiving a lower amount than what the trust would have naturally. So obviously, you know, the tax might be lower for each. So that's where the tax saving lies in trusts, you know. And I just want to add, this is the basics of, you know, how it a how trust is taxed. And, you know, obviously, there are elaborate schemes that people come up with to reduce, you um, know, you know, to to reduce the amount of income they earn uh, personally or they receive personally through trust, you know, that goes to to certain beneficiaries, um, you know, that bail that pay no tax, etc. And the reality is, if you dive deeper into these subjects, you realize SARS caught up to these schemes and have found a way to maneuver it. And there are times where, you know, they might this might not they might not allow this scheme, and they might say, well, no, the income will be taxed in the hands of the the founder or the donor uh, of the trust. But this is, you know, this is actually where it gets slightly more complicated and where you need to actually uh, make sure you have the right people guiding you and, and, uh, and, and, and looking at how how you've structured your affairs, how you've transferred your assets into there, who the beneficiaries are, how, the, how that income or capital is vested in those beneficiaries. So it's not it's not a one-off process. You set it up or you, I, you know, I would never advise anyone to actually go and set up a trust themselves and run it themselves. I mean, unless you've got the 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 the, the background knowledge. You know, an extensive background knowledge, especially the tax knowledge, because it it can get quite deep, um, you know, and there's so many other things that we haven't touched on in this episode that, you know, need to be considered. But what I really wanted to highlight in this episode is, of course, you know, tax are, 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 I mean, trusts are taxed quite high. But we have the conduit principle that draws people to trust, that you know, to, to setting up trust, and that they they take advantage advantage of effectively, you know. And I will repeat what I said in the last episode: you are allowed to structure your affairs in a way that minimizes your tax liability, as long as you do it within the the law. Uh, and and the, and the tax rules and you're not actually you know evading tax you're supposed to pay so you must always remember that you can structure your affairs uh, in a tax efficient manner and as high as the, the the tax rates are for trust you can effectively use the trust structure through using things like the conduit principle distributing investment and in income earned etc to actually benefit from from that principle but in in the inverse you will also find that people are even more deterred from trust and i think this is something you know a lot of people are considering long term especially now when people come to us and they're saying well you know i need to secure my family and i need to put together certain certain structures and certain affairs um you know but i'm really worried about how heavy tax uh, trusts are being looked at and 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 whether they're actually going to be efficient five, ten years from now or even next year, you know. Um, and, and, and the biggest worry is what happens if, you know, the Treasury or and SARS cut out the conduit principle right and they say well we are no longer going to accept the conduit principle if a trust receives income or a trust receives it, it will be taxed 45 percent. you cannot pass that on to your beneficiary what happens in that case you know and that is a big worry and something you must consider obviously in the long run if it does you know if it if it does happen it might never happen but this is the worry around and this is what people are thinking about now and even people who set up trust structures long ago you know they, they think about is it is it still an efficient structure? Should I still be using it? Does it still serve a purpose? And sometimes we tell them, "Look, the reality is you no longer need the structure. Wind it down, you know, um, and 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 let's restructure affairs. It might be expensive now, but in the future it might save you a lot of money." So always remember that, you know, not everything is as good as it seems when it comes to trust, and not everything is a bad as bad as it seems. Always look at it from, you know, from every angle. What are you trying to achieve? You know hey, are you really benefiting from the conduit principle um you know and 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 it's and are you using it wise are you using it properly you know uh and are you actually registered for uh, have you registered your trust for tax and if you haven't you better do so and you know you need to now start doing those historic returns etc um you know and regularizing your trust but i've said a lot of things but And I'm really, you know, I'm really hoping that I managed to get the point and the main points across, which is to trust our tax, but there is, and they tax very highly, but there is a way of structuring them in a a tax efficient manner and and making use of certain advantages that they have. Um, Thank you very much. Um, You know, I, I think I haven't said this before, but I just want to encourage people to please you know, just follow the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Um, leave a rating, you know, even if you, I'd, I'd encourage high ratings, but, you know, if you feel some type of way, and you've got a lot, you know, please pop the rating in. For those of you whose platforms allow questions, etc., please pop the questions in, leave a comment. Um, and yeah, and hopefully we can grow this into, you know, the biggest, best uh, estate planning, fiduciary, you know, and succession uh podcast out there you know and that allows you know those that with with things in place to get to 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 know more and those who are still getting their you know working their way to success to know how they can prepare you know or prepare for certain things thank you very much once again for joining and uh see you next week